Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Evelyn and thank you for joining me on this Saturday or whenever it is that you've decided to listen to me. I am so grateful for you, whether you join me every Saturday and Wednesday or you're new to the podcast. Thank you out of all of the podcasts that you had to choose from that you choose you chose mine. I'm really touched to be able to reach out to you guys and talk to you about all of these different things uh, and challenges and exercises and all of the different curiosities, which is what we're touching upon today, actually. Today, I'm going to be geeking out a little bit on you. I'm reading a couple books right now that sparked my interest, and it was the study of vibrations. You all know that I meditate frequently and that I have been researching the transcendental meditation and what makes it so powerful. And I've also been wondering what the connection is between feelings and music and how they they have such an impact on your mood and how a mood can affect the entire energy of a room. And I've talked about that on this podcast very often, how if you're in a bad mood, you can bring everybody around you down. Or if you're in a good mood, you can kind of lift the spirits or turn things around for everybody that is surrounding you. And the more I looked into it, the more I realized that it is all centered around some theories in quantum physics, which I thought was very interesting because I never thought in a million years that physics would have anything to do with the way that I feel at the end of the day. And it turns out that it has a lot to do, everything to do with how we feel all the time. So there's these great mysteries of the world, right? And I talk about the quantum healing aspects of the Japanese form of healing, Reiki, because that's what my mom does, right? And so that's what's familiar to me. So it was a great jump off point to be able to find out more about the forms of healing that are out there and self-healing and reaching my own center consciousness. One of the first steps that I came across in my research was the Hertz vibrational scale. Now, if you're around your phone and you're listening to me on it, and you can still continue listening to me on it, I highly suggest that you give the Hertz vibrational scale Google because it will show you the same colors that were in the chakra colors that I explained a couple episodes ago when I was going through the different types of chakras and mudras and meditations and why that's important and why finding that inner silence is so important. I described what those 101s are of finding out where your energy cycles come from within your body, which is also a pretty fascinating subject uh, that I've covered a few times on here, but I've only scratched the surface. And coincidentally, those are some of my most popular episodes is when I start talking about the things that I'm curious about, which is pretty awesome because it does make our lives better by knowing these things or understanding the root of them or the seeds, if you will, 
Because once we understand where something comes from, then we can kind of better plan or take a look at where it's headed in the future, or at least how it impacts us directly, right? So I took a look at this vibrational scale. When I was doing my research, I came across a couple TED Talks on how this vibrational scale in megahertz has helped people because every single color of this, which matches your chakras, coincidentally, is factored into a certain emotion that you may have. And I thought that this was interesting because a couple years ago, I have really bad sinuses. I've talked about them pretty frequently on this podcast. And a couple years ago, when I was still working in the office, I got sick. I got a sinus infection. And no matter what I did, I could not get better. I was I was sick for like a month. I'm not even kidding you. But this was back at a time that I've also discussed where I my health just took a, a big turn. Like it just took a dive. And it was during that time. And I remember another person in the office having a very similar type sinus infection. And she had said to me every night before I go to bed, I listen to the binaural beats for sinuses and it's helping me get through this. Now, I don't know to this day if there's any truth behind listening to the binaural beats to make that happen. But if you go to YouTube and you put in an ailment, perhaps you have arthritis or you have insomnia or name an ailment and put the binaural beats at the end of it and you'll be able to find a YouTube beat structure that's able to help you. Now, if I really trust you, I've probably sent you some high hertz uh, clips at some point or another. Uh, And that is because to a certain extent, I do believe that some of those beats have an impact on your thought processes, on your level of calmness, on finding what thoughts are mattering. You know how you've got these fuzzy static thoughts that kind of cloud up what you're really supposed to be thinking about. And the static thoughts will drive you crazy if you let them. And sometimes when I listen to certain binaural beats, especially on Instagram, every once in a while I will find a section of binaural beats that clear out the static and make things clear and justified. And then I have a motivational goal for the day just by having that static in my head cleared and having everything be a target for what I want to achieve for that day or that week or whatever it is. And so I try to share those uh, here and there. Uh, to the people who understand why I'm sending them, of course. Uh, anyway, so I knew that there was something behind it. And then I, I also was thinking about guitar strings, you know, the vibration of those and how they're, the, the sound that they make is impactful. Sound baths and how that is impactful. You know, I, I have on the bucket list that I, and I'm going to be going like this year or next year, um, I want to go to Sedona. And um, my sisters went last year and there's a guru I want to meet with that they were lucky enough to meet. And they went to an energy vortex and over there where the vibrational energy is at its peak, uh, also something that you can Google. It's really, really cool. Uh, There's energy vortex spots that are within the mountains of Sedona in Arizona. And you have these sound baths where they play these bowls and it brings you to 
a area in your in your psyche of tranquility and calmness and clarity and those are all things that I think are gifts that we're given in life and things that I'm grateful for when I have them because my my brain goes so fast so often and I'm very um frequently doing several things at once and um got my hands in a bunch of different pots at the same time uh that I I very um rarely am able to find those things so when I do it's it's a gift and uh then you know I just as I was reading and thinking about everything I I started wondering what is the theory behind all this and like I said it kept coming down to quantum physics Once I started peeling back the layers of quantum physics and vibrational energy a little bit and started taking a look at this scale and what it means to me uh, and the experience that I've had in the past, I wanted to know how it's connected. How can listening to these vibrational beats have anything to do with clearing up a sinus infection or helping me sleep any better, you know? And then I started to read different connections in quantum physics, like when you have an MRI done or any type of laser at all is, you know, the transference of energy. You don't realize it because we just take it for granted. Oh, that's just a laser, you know? Oh, I'm just seeing this or I'm just feeling this. But it's all, you know, you listening to my voice right now is a form of energy, right? How about magnets, energy, right? There's something that is connecting that magnet to the surface. And it can be just as interesting for physical uh, energy as it can be for activity, brain activity types of energy. And think about the different healthcare machines that show that energy as well, right? That mental energy. I went to a place in uh, Disney. It might have been the Upside Down House, Wonderworks. And there was a machine where you could stand on one side and put your hand in it, I think. And someone else could stand on the other side and put their hand in it or something. And you you could connect your energy somehow uh, because, you know, they have all, all the science, you know, places and there's all these little stands that have these science projects in them and there's a ping pong ball in the middle of the box and you have a competition with the other person to see who can think that ball to the other side of the glass case and I always wondered you know how does this work but it does you know it's static is a energy, right? And and when you sit and you think about it, it's just kind of mind-blowing because you don't really process that these are forms of energy and can you use that energy for other things? And what happens when you take that energy and you put it towards good? You know, we know what happens when you take that energy and you target it towards bad. But today we're going to put some emphasis on understanding that energy, where it comes from, and what it means for us. So um, a little bit after my time for a break, so grab a drink, go to the bathroom, sit back. We're going to have a wonderful Saturday. We're going to learn a little bit about quantum physics today.
So you've probably guessed right now, I'm not going to go into all of Einstein's theories of relativity, okay? Uh, But in scratching the surface of some quantum physics today, I uh, definitely wanted to connect, even just initially, on what is the big deal with energy and why can you pass it from one person to another or uh, get a feeling from a show you watch on TV. Maybe you're laughing. Maybe you are uh, experiencing sadness from something that's a trigger for you. And is it all in your brain? And how is that impacting you? You know, I joke about Einstein, but he really did put an emphasis on studying the theory of everything. Uh, There's the string theory, which I think is very cool. All of these things you guys can Google. I think eventually I'll end up doing a podcast episode on them because it is just so fascinating. It has to do with vibrational energy also. Um, But he really did try to get to the bottom of things. 30 years he spent uh, looking into trying to figure out why it all happens. And people to this day are still trying to figure it out. And I believe wholeheartedly that it is something that is so much bigger than what they've already figured out. But just to warn those of you who mastered in physics and stuff like that, not to be insulting or unknowing of what you do. Uh, I am relating it to a almost spiritual energy uh, that I feel whenever I meditate and whenever I am, you know, feeling uh, insomnia-ish. <laughs> That's an Evelynism. Um, <laughs> an Evelynism, by the way, is uh, when I make words and they make sense to the people who are around me. And uh, they just become part of a special vocabulary, the Evelyn vocabulary, Evelynisms. Anyway, so I'm going to start off by talking about the emotional vibration analysis frequencies. And the chart that they use is that Hertz frequency chart that I was telling you about. Again, if you Google it, it will show you all of the Hertz that equal the certain types of moods. And it's, it's so fascinating because the higher the Hertz the uh, different the mood is and it's usually a stronger mood Um, and it's definitely something that's hard to describe in a podcast episode but will blow your mind when you see a picture of this chart right so every person on this planet is vibrating at a, a subtle hertz frequency rate or your personal vibration of your own We have a base metabolic rate when it's at rest, but when events start happening in our lives and our emotions are engaged, our vibrational rate changes rapidly and often dramatically. From the moment we are born, our emotions are engaged and our mind then starts learning defense reactions which are imprinted and then stored deep in the mind's recesses. As we move through each experience in most of our life, our reaction becomes automatic, often negative. Emotional reactions is learned is a learned habit. Our own behavior seems uncontrollable. 
In Western society, we are not taught at home or in our education system how to view each life experience separately and appropriately, how to learn from those experiences, process them, and let go of negative emotions without emotional blocks appearing inhibiting our choices in both behavior and also activities we could enjoy participating in but don't but don't due to fears that have emotionally engaged with these negative emotions become stored we literally are programmed until that program is dissolved and replaced by another by the time we're an adult We've had so many unresolved experiences that many of our responses are automatically negative and then perpetuate events for not the best outcome, serving only to reinforce our initial learning from a time long ago. We are caught in a negative emotional event cycle, often based on long forgotten past memories. Once these negative cycles negative events and consequent negative emotional reactions become more and more frequent, a a natural life lesson occurrence triggered to keep giving you opportunities to see the pattern, process, and it dissolve using this vibrational analysis. Reactions that trigger negative interactions include judgment of others, feelings that you're the victim, comparing yourself to others, perception that we're not all equal are just a few. Breaking negative cycles is a paramount in raising your emotional state to mainly experiencing higher frequency vibration emotions such as joy, love, and acceptance. This begins by making the decision using your will that you no longer wish to behave in this way. Then you begin the journey of finding information, tools, and techniques right for you to start breaking the constancy of these lower emotional reactions choosing to act from them as love as often as you can and congratulating yourself of these lower emotional reactions choosing when you do to move through the challenging situations in a higher and higher emotional state self-scrutiny becomes a habit and an effective tool your positive behavior helps raise the vibration of others involved The goal is to be living life as much as possible from a place of love and ask yourself often, what would love choose? The human emotional vibration analysis frequency ranges and is reproduced with permission from the love and the above. Illustrations of vibrational analysis from the Hertz frequency range from higher to lower emotions. As the vibration analysis rate gets lower with our breadth of consciousness and the ability to deal with things positively, which is reduced, it limits your perception to the narrow band of reaction. When caught in a lower vibrational frequency of operating, things can seem hard to overcome. However, in today's world, we're very fortunate to have many tools, therapies, and information available that can powerfully help us choosing and determined fashion to observe yourself and how you react in situations and objectively looking at why we felt and reacted that way to seek to dissolve those negative emotions hooks to past events and empowers us to greatly improve our life experiences and to living in a much happier state when living usually in an emotional higher vibrational state most of the time your interactions with others dramatically improves you're much happier You have wider options and opportunities appear for you.
The use of specific sound frequencies helps cut through and break these lower emotional vibrational frequencies. These tools range from simple Tibetan singing bowls through the cutting edge Bodhi bed, sound massages, which greatly help in offloading long-term stored stress, retaining your body to resonate at a harmonic vibrational frequency rate, optimal for the human body, and release emotional stress. All this leads to greatly reducing your stress and tension and a much happier interaction and overall state of well-being. So I took that information and read it to you from human emotions, vibrational analysis, and frequency ranges, which was from a website called innertranquility.com. And it's one of a few that I'm going to be reading to you today. And hopefully you were able to understand that I know it was a little choppy and I apologize. It was very, very tiny and I need new glasses <laughs> if I'm being completely transparent. Um, anyway, uh, just absolutely fascinating. I, I think that, um, you know, it explains why when you hear a certain song or see a certain thing that you are moved by it. You know, when you go to a movie theater and you watch a movie and they've got the stereo surround sound and it makes that movie so much better for you because you feel like you're a part of it. And what makes you feel like you're a part of it is sometimes the the surround sound will make things roar and you can feel like you're in the moment. But is it your mind showing you that you're in the moment or is it the vibrations that are connecting with something that's already relevant within you? And I know that if I let myself get too far, I will get really deep on that with you because think about all of the situations in your life that include a vibrational energy. And when you think about moods, and if you look at this chart, then you'll understand uh, different moods carry different frequencies. And the more I researched this, I, I found that they sell different machinery that can tell you what your overall Hertz measurement is at any given time, which I thought was kind of crazy because I never thought that in a million years that there would be uh, your natural just sitting there, just breathing uh, megahertz for that. And there is, and you can scale what your mood is, you know, by your level of vibrational energy. And when you think about it, I, what I've explained about Reiki, the Japanese form of vibrational energy and healing, you actually are grasping that energy and you are ridding another person of it. And my mom is so good at it, she could actually do it from miles away, which is the quantum version of vibrational Japanese healing. So it is very cool to hear some of the smartest people in the world talk about the theories behind some of this and how it's related to your life and living your best life and understanding it and it bringing you success and leadership. Leadership development is something I'm very passionate about. I think that understanding situations and being able to handle them uh, better is understanding why they're happening in the first place. 
So the next thing that I'm going to go over with you is the three quantum concepts to boost your, boosting your own vibrational frequency. Perhaps you're not quite at the spot yet and you're learning just like I am about vibrational energy and how it's connected to what we do and who we are. And so as a beginner and as we are inquired minds and uh, we're looking to know more, I, uh, I thought this was a wonderful transition to find out how we raise our own vibrational energy. This is on a holistic website, by the way. So there's three quantum concepts to boosting your vibrational energy. You're surrounded by quantum fields of energy all the time. The entire universe is made of energy fields. The fields span all of space and time, constantly playing an elegant subatomic symphony. Quantum physics is both complex and simple. It's mysterious and beautiful and unifies each and every one of us. It affects our perception of reality and our well-being. You might hear quantum physics and feel intimidated by the topic. Never fear. There is so much to learn and understand about the field of quantum physics, but I am here to give you the crash course on quantum knowledge that will help you boost your vibrational frequency. What I'm about to share with you will illuminate how you can harness quantum tools to raise your vibration. We'll focus on three quantum concepts. Number one, everything is energy and can influence your vibration. Number two, your consciousness level impacts your well-being. Number three, low vibrations can be transmuted with love. I'll also be outlining a action step that you can take to implement the quantum concept into your life. Key quantum concept number one, everything is energy and can influence your vibration. The word quantum comes from the Latin word for how much. It seems the answer to the question is everything. The foundation of everything in this world is energy and vibrational frequency. We are surrounded by a quantum field of information. It's both outside us and within. Nothing is truly still. Objects like the furniture in your home that appear to be inanimate and still are in fact vibrating with energy. There's no such thing as empty space. Observing our reality at the subatomic level, even the space between atoms in objects and our own bodies contain a series of electron clouds all bound together by quantum energy. Even your emotions emit a vibrational frequency. Every thought in your brain is vibrating as you think. Quantum physics helps us to understand that even the things that we cannot touch and hold in our hands, like thoughts, are very real and powerful. The quantum phenomenon of spontaneous self-organization outlines how vibrations of different objects can sync up to resonate at the same level. This is an important quantum concept to understand because it will help open your eyes to how things impact your personal vibrational frequency and how your frequency may be affecting the world around you. We are influenced by the vibration of our water, food, the people we are around, where we spend our time, and the things that we do. If you walk into a room and feel bad vibes, you're likely picking up on low vibrations and a lack of energy flow in the room due to people or incidents that have impacted that space. 
This is also why you'll feel uplifted by witnessing the beauty of nature where energy flows efficiently and freely with high vibrations. Becoming aware of how your surroundings make you feel is a big step towards being able to avoid situations that bring you down and prioritize experiences that boost your vibration. Key quantum concept number two, your consciousness level impacts your well-being. Let's open up the discussion on this concept by briefly exploring the nature of consciousness. The foundation of our reality on a quantum level is the vibration of light. It is the core of all we see and know. Everything we experience is a formless essence of light that is projected into the reality we call life. The light we all have within us is what we know as our consciousness. Consciousness is the ability to perceive and interact with a flow of energy. It is an awareness of being, of observing and being observed. Your consciousness level connects your body, mind, and soul and impacts every aspect of your experience on this planet. It connects you to the infinite field of awareness, space, and time. Humans can expand and elevate their consciousness level by connecting with the divine intelligence of nature and our higher selves. In addition to your unique personal consciousness, you're also part of a collective consciousness. All things that are connected. That's why I tell you guys all the time. Our consciousness and the consciousness of all beings are intricately linked, constantly influencing each other. According to the consciousness experts... Humans can connect to the collective field of consciousness and receive information downloads. Number one, you are meant to live in harmony within the world around you. And when you shift into a state of oneness with nature and the divine, you activate your inner gifts to operate at a higher level of consciousness. The different levels of consciousness can be quantified and linked to an emotion, as you can see in the Hertz scale of vibration. To put this simply, the higher your vibration, the happier and more fulfilled you are. So how can you raise your consciousness level? Well, a great place to start is by tuning into your inner thoughts. Physicists have proposed that our thoughts influence the outer world, but also the microscopic aspects of our bodies. There have been many studies to illustrate how positive and negative thoughts shape the behavior of the body's cells, tissues, and organs. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. An action step. Observe and honor your emotions. Take time to pay attention to your thoughts. Notice. Do you feel at ease or do you feel resistance? Even when you experience anger or sadness, Witness your emotions with curiosity and accept and honor them. This will keep your emotions flowing through you, which will help you more readily shift into a state of energetic flow. This in turn allows you to consciously create a healthier body and a happier reality. Key quantum concept number three, low vibrations can be transmuted with love. As you can see on the scale of consciousness graphic, which was the scale of Hertz vibrational scalability. The emotions that vibrate at a low level below neutral include shame, guilt, and fear. These lower vibrations exist all around us, so it's helpful to know how to transmute these low vibrations with love. Everything begins with the self. 
You must have love and compassion for yourself first before you can amplify and expand that love out into the world. Filter your experiences through the lens of love, emanate love from your heart, and expand luminous love to the planet. When you're aligned with love, your ability to transmit and share love with others will be amplified. An action step two, infuse your actions with love. Besides simply focusing on transmuting fear into love with words or mental effort, there are many ways you can accomplish this divine purpose with conscious intent. Here's some things that you can do to raise your vibration instantly. Engaging your body in a healthy environment, laughing and playing, doing breath work, expressing gratitude, being in nature, and listening to classical music. As you do these activities, you hold a conscious intention to infuse the moment with love. We're all co-creators in our life experiences, and if we adopt these shifts toward love together, we can collectively transform our entire planet. So those are the three ways that we can start to do this together. So that's really interesting because I was able to rope an exercise into this episode, which is great. And I hope that I still have your attention because I know that some people that listen to this podcast may see quantum physics and be like, ah, and I was going to put a title on there that was going to be kind of mysterious and you guys know I'm super creative with my titles but I also didn't want to get away from the subject matter as it stood because it was so interesting to me and I was just scratching the surface if it goes well then I will do several episodes on trying to get to the bottom of some of these relativities but if it doesn't then I'll just move forward and I will be researching in the background to try to find out how that that all connects and I'll move forward with the different exercises on living our best life as I as I normally do. But I was just absolutely captivated by the idea of energy and how it can go anywhere from something physical to something mental. Like I said earlier in the show, I absolutely uh I absolutely would love to know how those actions come together, right? And those connections ensue and the transference of energy, how to stop it, how to control it, how to embrace it, how to capitalize on it, right? Like if I know how to grow uh, a positive energy resource and how to spread that awareness of how that can be adapted, I just think that it is an incredible life challenge and would be a life victory to be able to wrap myself around that even in just a small way and then share it with all of you. So, I mean, perhaps you guys are listening and and thinking, man, I think she's onto something here or I had no idea either. Or maybe you're listening, thinking, oh, she's just learning about this now. Boy, does she have a, a great road ahead of her when she comes with all these discoveries, you know? But either way, it's discovering nonetheless. And knowledge is something that is such a a wonderful thing, you know? And it, it puts you in this, this state where you kind of look at things differently. With everything we learn in this podcast, it is uh, something that makes you take another look at life a little bit differently than you did before. And I think it's also ironic that life over matter is, uh, you know, almost a physics term, 
right? It's not, but it is. So it's got a little tongue-in-cheek elbow nudges there, here and here and there. Um, so yeah. Anyway, the last thing that I'm going to cover is just how how do you measure this frequency? right? And when you look up the Hertz vibrational frequency scale, it's going to show you how these are measured. And it's, it's so neat. I mean, it covers everything, uh, in, in the mood scale. Let me just pull it up. Enlightenment is the highest one. It's like 700 plus, and then it goes down. So I'm going to read to you some of these moods. There's 600 harmony, 540 joy, 500 love, 400 mind. You would think love would be above and beyond, you know, because of the effects when you're feeling love at its core, uh, is, is such a powerful emotion, but it's not, it's not enlightenment comes above that enlightenment, harmony, joy, and then love, then mind 350 adoption, 310 readiness, 250 neutrality, 200 boldness, 175 vanity, 150 anger, 125 is desire. Another one that you would think would be like off the charts in high vibrational energy. It's not. It's in the lower vibrational categories, which is mind blowing. 100 fear, 75 grief, 50 apathy, 30 feeling guilty, 20 shame. I mean, when you think about those emotions and the last time you felt them, it really does put into perspective you know, is your heart beating really fast? Are you feeling sluggish? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling depressed? And that makes sense. You know, when you're feeling those heightened feelings of happiness, are you feeling hyper? Are you excited? Are you motivated? I mean, those are the things. And once you understand the scale as it goes, because I watched a bunch of TED Talks on this, uh, it is supposed to be the deeper the understanding of these emotional vibrations, the better you can pinpoint them towards your goals and the actions that you'd like to take or living in the moment or understanding why something is happening, the cause and effect of a situation, which I also thought was pretty mind blowing. Putting these all together and energy being the glue of a cause and effect is something that I never would have considered before. Uh, I started thinking about all of these different theories and how they're connected. And once I understood that these were, you know, these are part of the big mystery, you know, it's, it's the unraveling, you know, it, it I, I watched the one on the string theory and, uh, the professor who was teaching the class on the string theory was talking about if you can boil down some of these these atoms and and stuff that put together these theories uh, in the string theory you could even solve the reasons why there's some of the universe's biggest mysteries out there if you spent the time to uncover some of the science that's behind it and I've never been real passionate about science or chemistry or anything like that math but uh, I am pretty passionate about humans and, and souls and the spirit and life and just rocking it out, right? And every day, uh, you know, uh, taking every moment in and, and 
just trying to make the best of it. And I feel like I might be onto something with this. And uh, it might be an old age uh, concept, but I think that I'm going to pay more attention to these frequencies. I am going to utilize those three steps that we went over tonight. And um, I might even, like I said, dig a little deeper into some quantum physics and mood energy and, you know, energy that makes us heal uh, within ourselves uh, and cleanse, cleanse our souls, you know, and um, bring that positivity into our everyday and try to spread it to others through many different things. Who knows? I know that I am intrigued and I hope that you are too. And I hope that you got a lot out of this episode. I know that you had all different kinds of options on how you were going to spend this time and you decided to spend it with me. So I hope that you were able to get a lot out of this episode. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything, uh, you want me to go over more of this stuff, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. You have no idea. I, uh, like minds, uh, is, is just one of, again, life's greatest gifts. So please reach out to me. You can leave me a voicemail on my anchor app. Uh, if you want to email me, you can listen to some of my other episodes from my email address. I'm starting to get some weird emails, so I'm not going to repeat it again, unless you want to listen to some of the other episodes and then you can send me an email. Uh, or you can reach out to me at my life over matter Instagram page. I am on it pretty frequently. Uh, putting different ways to be happy and look at life a little differently and uh, be encouraged every day. Um, You can reach out to me on there. And if not, that's okay too. Uh, Just make sure that you tune in. You can feel free to tell your family and friends or anybody who might be interested in the episodes. Um, Definitely start out in season one. It explains why we're here, why all of this is happening. It's uh, pretty interesting to me. It's been just a ladder uh, where I'm just climbing all the time. And I love sharing that um, experience, this experience with, with all of you. At any rate, have an amazing Saturday if this is the day you're listening to it or whatever day it is. Uh, until next time, have an amazing morning, afternoon, and good night. Thank you.